it's important to realize that change needs to come from within. So if you don't genuinely want that change, you can't expect yourself to do what's necessary to see those changes, you know? Welcome back to another episode of Frequencies. I'm jumping in with this episode. Um, It was unplanned because actually when I wrote and planned all of the episodes for season two of Frequencies, I hadn't seen um, or foreseen another lockdown. So in the context that Melbourne, Victoria is currently in its fourth lockdown since, I mean, since the first one in March happened last year. And I'm seeing a lot of different responses to what's going on, uh, both within my circle of friends, family, and also observing other people on the internet. And I felt like, you know, it's always important to talk about mental health. And now is but only another good opportunity to talk about how important it is, especially during times like this, when things can happen and uncertainty is literally every single day. And, you know, there's nothing more that we can do aside from the things that we personally can control. And that's our response to what's going on. So I want to start off by asking you a few questions that hopefully you've been asking yourself as well. How are you doing? Are you taking care of yourself fully? Are you showing yourself love and compassion? Are you listening to your deeper needs? Are you acting in accordance with your higher self? I think that these questions can be very confronting, especially for those of us who are feeling pretty lethargic with a tightness in our chest and struggling to get out of bed in the morning, feeling quite lost and without purpose, I guess. And it's only natural to feel this way when a large part of our, I guess, identity is about getting outside of our houses and being in different environments, seeing different people. And when these things are taken away, and for good reason, I'm not saying that this is a bad thing, and I think it's really great that the government has taken measures to lock us down, to keep us safe, and hopefully, (laughs) if not all, majority of people are listening and adhering, but I digress. So I'm talking to all of you who do feel this way, who do feel like these questions are hard to answer, who do find it hard to wake up, who do feel unmotivated and low energy, who do feel anxious and sad and even depressed, and who do feel that even if you are connected, that you still feel incredibly lonely, even if you are living with people, even if you are talking to people. So... I want to stress how important it is to be able to create routine, stability, and structure for yourself when there isn't any in your external environment. And I think there's a big theme here with being locked down and quarantined, etc., that 
you know, back in the day when it was normal. I don't even know if that's the right word to use, but back when we used to go from point A to point B, when we had to commute, take a train, drive, what have you, to get to work, and then be in an office working with our colleagues face-to-face, having meetings, just having that physical opportunity to be in a different place. I feel like that is... Um, in a way, how our external environment has almost imposed structure into our lives. So I'm kind of thinking on the spot right now and speaking out loud, so I'm not sure if any of this is making sense. But in other words, the obligatory sense of waking up in the morning and physically having to go to work and show up at work, that is an actual structure and, and I think that we've been kidding ourselves our whole lives thinking that that was structure. But I, you know, it's because we had to be there. There was an obligation. And, you know, if you don't show up at work, you don't get paid. And if you don't get paid, you don't have food. You don't, you can't pay your bills. You can't pay your rent. There are a lot of consequences to uh, not showing up at work. And in that sense, even though we felt like we had structure because, you know, there was time between going there and being there and then, you know, etc. etc. That wasn't self-created. That was because of your work responsibilities. And so what I'm trying to say is this is so much more apparent when we are locked down, when we are working remotely and from home. Yes, we have so much more time on our hands, but there is no more external obligation or boundary for you to to be at a certain place at a certain time. So of course there's going to be less motivation to get out of bed because that sense of obligation is not as strong. So with this theory, in order to create a sense of structure for yourself, we need to have our own anchors, those things that keep us grounded, keep us present, and that we do no matter what the weather is like, no matter if it's sunny, rainy, or windy, No matter what's happening, no matter whether you have a job or don't have a job, no matter what else is going on inside and outside of the world, these are the routines that you will do on a day-to-day basis. And this is something I've been exploring a lot of in the last year. I've tried a lot of different things and a lot of the time it just hasn't worked. I don't know if I'm ready to go into the deep, dark details of the shadow work I had to do in the last year, but I did spend a many, many few months just feeling like I was always sitting in darkness and feeling so disconnected and feeling so lonely and so unmotivated and just lost and There was nothing in my life that implied that I should feel this way, but I was. And getting a little bit emotional thinking about it because I remember just how hard that was. And I'm so sure that I'm not the only one, that there are many, many, many of you out there who felt the same or are still feeling this way. So I just want to say that having been through that, And knowing that I could potentially spiral down into that feeling again, because I understand that life is not lineal. We have our ups and downs, highs and lows. Everything is in duality. But what I can do now is do what I can, do what I know is best for me. And I guess 
practice the things that I know are good for me. And that's what I meant with, you know, are we acting in accordance with our higher self? This isn't meant to be like a spiritual thing. You don't have to be spiritual to picture a higher self. This is just the ideal you, the person that is doing the ideal thing for you, doing those hard things, making those decisions, taking action, taking responsibility, taking accountability. That is what your higher self is. And I can guarantee you that most of us aren't acting in accordance with our higher selves all the time. It's hard to do that. It really takes a lot of, you know, purpose and determination and ambitious, ambitiousness. <laughs> My brain just farted. And, you know, these things don't come without clarity. And I think it's hard to have clarity when things are uncertain. So I keep digressing and I apologize. But that reinforces the need for internal structure that is within you and not impacted by anything that's going on outside. So how can we find these anchors that are going to keep us grounded and present? I want you to have a think about the things that make you feel good. And that could be as simple as lighting a candle. And I'm not trying to simplify this. I know that there's a lot more to these practices, rituals, routines, habits, but I also want to be forgiving and open-minded towards myself. And for me, the practice of lighting a candle may seem simple, but for me felt like renewal, like the sun rising in the morning, like opening a new book to read, like discovering a new hobby or passion or learning something new like lighting a candle held a lot of meaning and symbolism for me and so that was one of the things that I considered and kept in mind as one of my anchors as part of a ritual that would help make me feel grounded and present so have a think about little things or big things that can make you feel a type of way that is calm at peace and dare I say happy you know we deserve to feel happy and I think it's healthy for us to realize that a lot of little things in life are beautiful and if we let ourselves be open to that and open to receiving that then simple things like lighting a candle can make us happy and can be part of a ritual so I visualized what and how I wanted to start my mornings to feel undefeatable I guess and I know that I have a podcast episode planned in one of the later episodes of the season about morning routines. So I don't want to go into too much detail here because I know I definitely will go into lots of detail in that episode. But I have developed a morning routine for myself that is really helping me to feel grounded, present and starts my morning off on a really good foot. And you guys know in Melbourne, and if you don't know... <laughs> In Melbourne, the sun, if it comes out, it's really a blessing. <laughs> uh, there are probably more gloomy days in Melbourne than there are sunny days. And of the days where there is sun, there's generally like four seasons in one day kind of thing where it rains and then the sun comes out for five minutes, then it rains again, then the sun comes out and it's quite 
you know, yeah. And coming from Brisbane, which is in Queensland, and a little, I guess, Aussie lesson or story or fact or whatever, Queensland is called the Sunshine State because it is just, the weather is just sunny all the time. It's just beautiful. It's very warm, very tropical, humid, sunny, beautiful. Um, I don't know much about California, but I liken it to Los Angeles weather. Anyway, Melbourne is completely different. <laughs> so I moved from Brisbane to Melbourne and of course the weather was something that I really had to get used to and you know I've been here for three almost four years already and I think that it's only taken me until now to realize that there are ways for me to go about my day without letting the weather affect me and I know that you know, when the sun is shining, you can feel very renewed. It's so bright. It's joyous. It feels so warm and comforting. But at the same time, it doesn't mean that rainy weather should dictate whether you have a good day or not. And I really stand by that, you know. Um, the weather will be what it wants to be. And it's just like our lives. We can't predict what the future is going to be. And we can't let those futures impact what we're doing in the now, no matter how good or bad they are. So I'm getting really philosophical. I'm sorry. I shouldn't apologize for that. <laughs> anyway, so with this routine that I've been doing in the morning, it's really helped me to be grounded. And I found that no matter what the weather is, I still feel just as good as I do, no matter whether the sun is shining, no matter whether it's pouring and freezing cold, I still feel absolutely amazing, unstoppable. And it's just been so helpful to have this in my life. So in the past, before COVID happened, I used to wake up really early because I needed to be at work at a particular point in time. And ever since lockdown, literally month by month, I slept in for longer and longer and longer to the point where I was just literally waiting until the last minute to roll out of bed and just start work on my computer. Sometimes I even had my laptop in bed because I just didn't even want to get out of bed and I would work from bed for the whole day which sounds so terrible in hindsight but you know it is what it is and it happened and I got really sick of it I think that it really did take a long time for me to realize that this was not the way that I wanted to be waking up in the morning so I don't really know when the switch happened but I think that's it's important to realize that change needs to come from within. So if you don't genuinely want that change, you can't expect yourself to do what's necessary to see those changes, you know? So I think that at this point, I just got sick of it. I was sick of being tired and feeling like this and waking up feeling frantic and anxious because the first thing I would do would be to scroll on social media or look at my emails because I woke up late and I wanted to make sure it seemed like I was clocking in on time. You know, that's not the way that I wanted to start my morning. So I, it's been maybe about two weeks now since I've been doing this routine and, you know, they say it takes 21 days to form a habit and I am determined to keep doing this for the next 21 days to see if it's something I can solidify into my routine. At the moment, it's feeling pretty good and I feel like I'm being pretty realistic my, with myself. So I wake up an hour earlier than I normally would and 
you know what's interesting is that I'm not waking up to an alarm lately. I've been sleeping really early, like a lot earlier than I normally would. So I used to like sleep at 1am, 2am. And this would be like just it lying in bed scrolling on my phone or staying up late playing games, which I'm not saying are bad things, but they were things that weren't really serving me, you know? I don't want to put like moral value on on actions unless there really needs to be obviously within reason but like it's not to say that all the people who stay up late playing games are bad you know they're doing what they want to do and that's important but I think I realized for myself that that wasn't serving me I wasn't feeling very good and I would be so stimulated still after playing games that I would lie in bed and just try and find a way to feel sleepy and and the only way I knew how at the time was to scroll on social media which always 100% made me feel like shit so I've been sleeping super early like 10 o'clock and I think just the practice of forcing myself to sleep early had naturally made me wake up earlier and I did have an alarm set at my usual time of waking up but I allowed my body to naturally wake itself up because I visualized myself getting up early and I didn't want to be woken up by an alarm. I don't know if this any of what I'm saying is making sense, but it I'm loving it because my body clock is clearly working for me right now and I love just waking up naturally. And so I'll wake up and then I will, you know, brush my teeth, put in some activewear, and then I recently bought a treadmill, which is something I'm really excited about because ever since COVID happened last year and we were locked down in March 2020, I had been looking at a treadmill because it's really hard to sometimes get out um, outside to go for a walk because of the weather here in Melbourne. And also because there was a point in time as well where we couldn't go out or we could go out and we had to wear masks and taking like walks or jogging with a mask on is not very comfortable. So I'd been looking at getting a treadmill for a long time and Back then, I think a lot of other people had the same idea. So treadmills were pretty hard to get a hold of and they were really, really marked up in price. So I couldn't justify it. But recently I got one. It's a cute little one, very modest, doesn't need to be fancy, no bells and whistles, just very basic. But I got one with the sole purpose of going for a brisk walk every single morning. I feel like I've got old soul energy right now. (laughs) So I get up. And then I go for a walk and this treadmill is right next to massive windows in our house, like almost floor to ceiling. And no matter what the weather is like, I just feel a sense of calm when I can look outside this window and just see that the world just continues to spin no matter what's going on. And I generally walk for 20 minutes. That's my goal. And I increase the speed in like five minute increments but again it's not like I'm watching the clock and being like okay every five minutes I need to turn it up I just generally feel it like I'll start off slowly and then I'll feel a little bit warmed up I'm like okay I'm ready to go and it's between like five and seven minutes and then I turn it up and then I keep going until it gets brisk and I'm sweaty and I'm puffed actually um And so whilst I'm doing this, I usually am either listening to a podcast or I'm reading. I'm trying to start the morning consuming media that isn't, you know, Instagram or TikTok. Um, If it's a YouTube video, it's a very calming one and grounding one. And I just after 
after going for a walk for 20 minutes. I step off, I'm sweaty. I take a really, really, really big sip of water. And then at that point, I just feel blissful. I go to my room and then I do some breath work, which is I'm learning is a little bit different to meditation, but it's been really good for someone like me who has thoughts that seem to run wild and rampant every time I try to meditate, even if it's guided. So I've been doing some breath work, which helps me to just focus on my breathing and the movement of my body rather than calming my mind and trying to just watch my thoughts go by. I find that very difficult to do. (laughs) So breath work for about five, 10 minutes. And then if I've got some clarity or some moments of truth, I'll write them down in my journal. But otherwise, I'll just go straight to the kitchen and make myself a glass of hot coffee (laughs) or a shower, depending. I don't know. But that's the routine. And I do all of this before I turn on my computer and look at my work emails. And it's way before I even need to be at my computer for work. So I feel so like ready to conquer the day by then. And this routine is not fancy. It's not some crazy 20 minute hit cardio workout or I don't have gym equipment at home or I don't know. I think that we are constantly living thinking that there's something that we should be doing when we really should be, well, sorry, I used the word, when we really should be listening to ourselves and doing what we want to do and and doing what feels right for us. I'm trying to rewrite the self-narrative that there is something I should be doing and just doing what feels right. And this routine for me is what feels really, really, really good. And it's something I don't really have to force. Yes, it's freaking cold in the morning and it's hard to get up, but I know what this routine feels like and it makes me feel good. And I think my body knows that and my mind craves that feeling more than it does to stay comfortable. Because I think At this point, my mind knows the difference between something that serves me and something that's not serving me. And staying in bed, procrastinating and scrolling on social media is something that my mind knows it doesn't feel good, you know? And since incorporating this routine into my day, I found that I've really truly been able to create internal structure and internal stability. This is my anchor. If I don't do this in the morning, then I don't feel like my day goes nearly as well. I'm not nearly as productive and my mind is just a little bit more all over the place. Like right now in my day job, it is the busiest time of the year. It literally is so busy that I am doing like double the hours that I normally do and the me last year that went through this busy period literally struggled so much I cannot put into words but this year I'm just I'm so impressed with myself that I've managed this stress so well that I've moved through it with so much ease and it hasn't you know, it's been overwhelming but it hasn't been to the point where I felt like I couldn't manage it it was It was really good. And what I'm trying to say is, you know, you don't have to have some fancy morning or night routine. You don't have to wake up at 5 a.m. But think about a practice and a routine that does feel good for you, that does feel realistic and do it. Do it every day and create that structure for yourself because it's the least that you can do. And I think that's the easy part, you know, planning that 
showing up every day for yourself is hard but I guarantee that you feel so much better because you have shown up for yourself and remember to always come from a place of love when you're thinking about this like you don't want to do something that feels like torture you know for me a hit cardio workout first thing in the morning feels like torture so of course I'm not gonna implement that into my morning routine try to remove this narrative in your head that you should do something and focus on what feels right and always come from a place of love and compassion for yourself if it can't be a morning routine maybe you have an afternoon routine maybe you stop work pencils down (laughs) no one uses pencils pencils down at 3 p.m and then you go for a stretch or maybe you do some yoga or maybe you listen to your favorite podcast like this one or maybe you call a family member and talk about love life fun stuff you know (laughs) i'm specifically avoiding saying like talking about what's happening and going on with the world because not because we want to avoid it necessarily and not because it's not important but at the same time i think that uh, we should be really strict about where we are getting our information and sources from like really curate your news feed and email newsletters and the way that you're consuming media i don't think that constantly looking at how many cases there are is helpful like it's obvious that the cases are growing every single day and knowing that number doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be more prepared or less prepared i think we all should just focus on what we can do best stay home stay safe and talk about other things you know So today's episode was a little bit of a ramble. This is what happens when Ophi doesn't do dot points. <laughs> so hopefully you were able to follow despite my many tangents. And I hope that it gave you a little bit of company, maybe some inspiration to create some internal structure for yourself because we all deserve to feel good and do good things for ourselves. So I hope you enjoyed it again thank you so much for listening i really appreciate you if there are any questions about this episode or any feedback that you'd love to leave it would mean a lot to me if you put them in a review or if you sent them to me in the dms on instagram at ofi so hopefully i'll see you in the next episode but bye for now